aka Padders. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, aka Pad Peter A. DeLuca, and this is aka Pad's Audio Audacity episode. Are you ready for this? Because we're out of the 31 Days of Dread, episode 338. And, and it's a simple episode. We're just recapping the 31 Days of Dread, and we're doing it a few days in advance. I'll tell you why. Yeah, yeah. Most, <laughs> mostly, I'm mostly doing this because I, it's so hard for me to stop. It, it really is. Uh, it, you know, I was in such a flow state during the 31 Days of Dread. As soon as I got out of it, because my original plan of action, I was going to wait until the 15th. Uh, I thought I earned a little bit of a break, and then I was going to go into a little bit of a like a rush for um, Thanksgiving, maybe do some like Thanksgiving movies again. I, I really don't know. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's the idea of continuing the 31 Days of Dread into other holidays. I tried this two years ago um, with what was called Thanks Flicking. I have to tell you, this year was super challenging in building the stack of what I was going to review, what I was going to profile, what I was going to discuss. If you think <laughs> four years of Halloween horror movies is difficult, okay? Because next year, I'm already thinking about next year. Wait until you try and do that with Thanksgiving movies or and movies that emulate Thanksgiving or around the idea or holiday of Thanksgiving. It's really tough uh i felt like i nearly maxed out uh with one year of that and then normally uh or not normally but the the big idea for december was cinemas which would be christmas movies and i kind you know like there's more horror movies and and weird movies around christmas with a christmas theme uh, I, I I know on Amazon Prime, it's uh, Santa Jaws is a legit movie that uh, <laughs> someone put out. But like we can kind of have fun. That was also difficult because I couldn't get into a flow post 31 Days of Dread. Now, the logistics of this year, uh, I feel like between that and my Inktober, while building two separate comic book projects... Maintaining a nine to five, uh, you know, COVID, election, social life, riots, protesting, uh, like everything upside down, everything busy, but so much got done in October. I couldn't, I couldn't wait until the 15th. I, I wanted to do this episode now and maybe discuss. Are you ready for this? Because this, I've been wanting to do this for a few years. The movies. That were assigned, but didn't make it to the 31 Days of Dread. And there's almost a different reason for every movie. Uh, but I feel like some of these movies, because a lot of them I watched, deserve full attention. Because a lot of them blew me away. And we're going to start with Mick G, Netflix, The Babysitter. I did Babysitter. I love that movie sequel it's called i think it's queen's hive uh or queen bee <sighs> loved it loved it watch it nicholas cage with mom and dad holy moly i 
<laughs> I so wanted to do a Nick Cage one-two combo. Uh, I wanted to do Color Out of Space, and I wanted to do Mom and Dad. I, I just couldn't do it because focusing on HP Lovecraft around Halloween was so much more important than just doing Nicolas Cage. Holidays. I was going to pair this with Elvira or Beetlejuice or um, Adam's Family. And it's it's basically a dark comedy. That's a home run. The two documentaries I wanted to do. Never Sleep Again, Nightmare on Elm Street, Crystal Lake Chronicles Part 1 and Part 2. Now that's maybe about 6.5 hours worth of documentary. Uh, I just felt like, again, documentaries interrupt the flow, um, the rhythm of talking about movies. Every single year, I want to put documentaries on the 31 Days of Dread. Every year, documentaries make the list, they get pulled. Adam's Family. I bumped Adam's Family for Beetlejuice. I casually watched Beetlejuice with a babe. It blew me away. Like, <laughs> I felt like I was watching it for the first time. I had to sit down and talk about it. But I think Adam's Family would have had a similar effect on me. Dracula Rising. Dracula Rising, uh, which I didn't realize at the time, is linked to the Tom Cruise The Mummy movie. Okay, this movie I've been wanting to watch for years and years and years. Right after, like, it might have been October 30th or even 31st. It became available on Amazon Prime for 5 bucks. I bought it because it's normally a 15 and up dollar movie. And it, it visually, it just looks like a movie I would want to own. Because, uh, you know, like, you can just put it on and cool things catch your eye. I do this with a lot of movies because, you know, I respect film being a visual medium. Dracula Rising. Holy crap. Blew my hair back. I don't really know why people push back against what's called the Dark Universe. The Universal Dark Universe. I was going to pair that with I, Frankenstein. Now, this is about the third year in a row these two movies made my list. <laughs> and guess what? You guessed it. I completely love I, Frankenstein. Seen that movie three to four times. What else do we have here? Victor Frankenstein. Uh, the famous Max Landis script. Um, I Max Landis is a master spinner on things we've already known, seen, have ideas about. And yeah, uh, I was probably going to tear into that. I'm not really much of a Max Landis guy. I don't know. I, I do love Chronicle and I do love his YouTube stuff. Even though I've, I have different gripes. There's a YouTube video about it that I made. Check it out, a.k.a. Pad. Texas Chainsaw 2 and Poltergeist 2. Now, Poltergeist 2, the one of the greatest underappreciated, underrated, overlooked horror sequels in the history of horror movies. But I wanted to do like a series of two, like just two random sequels. Texas Chainsaw became the Texas Chainsaw block I did with Texas Chainsaw, let me get this, 3D and Leatherface, the origin of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So Texas Chainsaw took a walk, 
Poltergeist took a walk with it. Poltergeist turned into Sinister 1 and 2. And that's that's all I have. Um, but I will do like more of a shout out to the Nicolas Cage movie, Mom and Dad. Because the whenever I watch a horror movie, you know, if it's not visceral and in your face relatively early and the movie kind of has a little bit of a draw. I get anxious in the best possible way. <laughs> and that's because that's from me wanting to know about the hook. I want to know the hook. I love hooks in horror movies. I love how they're like how they would spin it, what they would say, what they would do. I love it. I love it. I love it. Can never get enough of it. And mom and dad completely delivered on the hook. Um, I want to say you have to do a sequel. But then again, a sequel would take away from the first one. So don't do the sequel. <laughs> but yeah, so and everything else, like going into this year, logistically, um, you know, I've recorded. Uh, I think I was up to 14 episodes ahead. And like towards the end, uh, you know, it became like rush, 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 rush. I did get sick during uh, right at the end. I, I got the craziest headache that I like slept through. Um, I'm pretty sure I slept through a fever, but that was day 28, uh, October 28th. I had to talk about Ice Cream Man. Luckily, like, luckily that movie uh, is is what it is, meaning that, like, it's not much to discuss because it's it, it deserves analysis to figure out the, the true intent of the movie without mining interviews. I get, I get the reason to understand the process and get some of the people who made the movie involved with the post-commentary or like the post-modern part of the post-commentary, if you're following me there. It's important for us to watch, re-watch, understand, and absorb something outside of the influence of the creators because it's given to us and we have to interpret and put a meaning onto it. This is why... Um, you know, like my big thread here with this podcast is long form discussion, profiling, studying of film multiple times, multiple viewer, like, you know, like multiple, 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 because it takes time. It really takes time to let it soak in and to let it hit you. I wish I could do that with a lot of the books I read. I can't uh, just too much time per book, like all these, there's, there's real factors around it. But yeah, this year, I mean, completely shift in, in um, time management with everything else happening, so much less pressure. I mean, last year, I think I fell like 11 days behind, uh, you know, like bravo to me. <laughs> I'm going to toot my own horn. Bravo to me for, uh, roundhousing this year's 31 Days of Dread. Uh, and I was really happy to share the movies that, that didn't really make that month with all of you. Some of them will... Look, Dracula Rising um, and I, Frankenstein and Mom and Dad are three movies that 100% will get profiled. Um, Babysitter, Babysitter, sequ Babysitter sequel, Netflix... Also, will get profiled because that is such an awesome, fun, um, like horny movie because it's nothing but hot people. I love movies filled with hot people. Uh, <laughs> call me shallow. 
Shallow Hell. But uh, reference there. And let me just preview. Let me just preview the uh, the the next wave, like the the next theme of episodes, and the next episode. So episode two thirty nine will be the history of all of this. Like <laughs> I'm I'm gonna bring all you guys up to speed on how we ended and how we got to episode three hundred and thirty nine. Uh, you know, so if you're interested in podcasting, if you're interested in picking it up, listen to that episode. Um, I'm going, I'm going to give away as much as I can. So some of you out there can begin. And then we're going to go into, uh, almost like a free form study of film series and the successful ones I feel that isn't labeled Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, um, MCU, that stuff. I want to talk about some of these film series that are legit successes that don't have a uh, like a hot topic push behind them. You know, like ones that are just really there that committed to a arc, a storyline, or are too popular for people to notice. Everyone, thank you for joining me. Thanks for hanging out. Bigger, better things coming. Rock and rolling. Promote this to your friends and do something original. Tweet me, aka Patch. I appreciate you. Goodbye.